98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tyg and Daniel. We, uh, what do you call it, Daniel? What would you say this is? We had is? A, a bit of a snafu with the Brooks and Dunn tickets this morning. So I see people, the phone's lighting up already. Uh, unfortunately, we are not able to give those away. Not yet. Uh, we had to kind of put a pause on it for just a second, but don't worry. Uh, we'll, we'll rectify that situation. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tyg and Daniel. Well, I had a hell of a morning already. You really did. Like, if I ever look down and see my phone ringing before work and it's you i uh, you know immediately i look down i the phone is ringing heart sinks i'm like Something's obviously up. an emergency this is not good either he's calling in sick it ain't good news and what was going on with you this morning uh things turned out uh, not too great for me this morning i i woke up i had a great morning you know got showered feeling good well rested da, 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 heading in to do our little morning show in a good mood and everything and i get out to my car in the yard in the back my driveway is in the back of the house. It's not in the front. And so I go out the back door, make sure the house is locked up, da, 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 walk into my car. Just for context, it's important to let people know you live in Midtown. You're not out, you know. I'm in Midtown. Out on some ranch or something yep. like that. You're right in Midtown. And one of these old people. houses, right. you know, it's been updated and all that kind of stuff. So I go out to my car. I'm actually thinking about the show, like things we can do on the show, minding my business. And then I get up to my car door, and I hear, like, a, a loud engine noise sounds like somebody's going very fast down my little street and the the mile an hour sign probably says i don't know 30 miles an hour but this person sounds like they're going a little bit faster than 35 miles an hour and it it makes me upset because i've got a little kid and there's kids around the neighborhood and i don't like when people are speeding down these roads and so i kind of go what kind of jerk is going so fast this time of the morning and but so i look over to see like the car that's going so fast i don't see a car i'm like how in the world am i hearing a noise that's a fast car but i don't see a car and then i see like a shadow of a car pull into my driveway right up to where i'm standing and i'm like what in the world and daniel it's like your car and so i said what in the world is daniel doing at my house without his lights on that's why i didn't see the car whoever was in this car didn't have their lights on and I'm like, what in the world is Daniel doing here without his lights on, pulling in my driveway? Is this some kind of prank for the show? And he's going to get out and with a camera and ha, 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 scared you. And uh, I realized about instantaneously that, no, this is not Daniel. This is three or four people in a car. And they start to get out of the car. Now, I'm in a dark area of my driveway. And they don't see me. And as they initiate opening the doors, I go, hey. I'm scared at this point because there's three or four of them, one of me. I don't know what they're up to. And they're, they're also blocking the exit of your driveway. Yes, they're, I can't get out. They're, they're behind me. And that feeling of helplessness, of at this point, they're totally in control. I don't know if they get out a gun. I don't know if they're there to beat me up. I don't know if they're there, what they're there to do. But it's a car full of people in my driveway, and they have no lights on. And I've got sort of a long driveway. I wouldn't say really long, but they, what they said was they were pulling in to turn around. Who pulls all the way into a driveway to turn around? You don't have a long driveway. You have a driveway that's like 10 yards. Daniel, you don't pull all the way into a driveway I to turn it. around. But you make it seem like you're like down a dirt road. Anyway, they're not turning around. They pulled in there to park and get out. Because when you, when you, 
when you turn around, you pull in a little bit and then you back out immediately. You don't pull up, park, and then start to open your doors, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I'm not crazy. And I, I got to be honest, man, it shook me a little bit because you don't know. There's three or four of them. I couldn't tell. I know at least three. And maybe four. And they're starting to get out of the car. And I go, hey. And I got my family inside the house. So I don't know. Are they here to break in? Are they here to just shake door handles on cars to see if they're online? I can tell you this. They were just as surprised to see me as I was them because they couldn't see me. And then they do this thing where they're like, man, we're, we're just turning around, man. Now, I've never heard anybody getting out of a car to turn around. But uh, that's what they said, all the windows down with no lights on. And so I'm like, what do I do here? They finally leave. And I go, do I go to work? Do I stay here because my family's inside? <laughs> I didn't know what to think of it. So we, I called uh, one of our friends. Officer Chris, if you ever Officer listen to Chris. this show, especially yeah, he'll call it this hour, yeah. And I explained to him, and he said, yeah, you might want to just call that in on the non-emergency line, alert them. And I did, and they were very nice. Uh, they were like, got every detail. You know, I, I kind of thought, am I wasting these people's time reporting a guy pulled in my driveway without his lights on? Is that a big deal? But now they were like, hey, you know, I appreciate it. And what did the car look like? And what's your name? Is there a number we can call you back on? And, you know, they said uh, they would go over there and just kind of keep an eye on the neighborhood because I, I saw that same SUV again driving around this time with their lights on so it's like they're scoping it out or something and how long have you been in that house a, a year yet no a year coming up april oh well, you might remember when ty first moved in over there some people had kind of busted into his house and were asleep under his table at some point i come out of uh, my child's room and i hear snoring and uh, it's two people that just decided to come in and sleep what the heck are you supposed to do? You love the neighborhood. You love your neighbors. All your neighbors are great over there. But, I mean, how much are you supposed to take over here with this? I don't know. This I kind of shook me this morning. It is crazy. Yeah. And I, the other thing is I lit that yard up after that incident. I lit that yard up. It looks like the sun out there. I had neighbors complain about how bright my house is. You got and some, they still come over. You got security cameras up. You got lights up. I don't know what you're supposed to do. And it doesn't feel like a dangerous neighborhood to me. It's just... At a crossroads of, I'm on a corner, which is, I guess, maybe part of the problem, that I've got two streets i got to deal with, people walking down. No, and your house is not a mansion. No. It's, I don't. It's it, an old. That, I'm telling you what it's got to be. And you, didn't you hear that at one point it was like a drug house a few years ago? And maybe that's what's going on. Maybe people just think that that's still a drug house. I do have every now and then somebody will knock on my door and they'll ask for a guy named Charlie. And I go, but one of my neighbors told me Charlie's dead. So now when people knock on the door, I go, Charlie died. So then they stop coming. So I don't know what, what I, it is. Buddy, how much are you going to take here? This is crazy to I me. I don't know. What are you supposed to do? I love that house. I love our neighbors. But, you know, at night, and I've got a kid in there, a six-year-old, I'm just like, you know, am I being selfish at this point that I want to stay in this house that I love over the safety of my family? I mean, I guess you could then you could move out, out into the suburbs, which I think a lot of people do. You could move over there in an apartment complex with me. Not with me, but, you know, like in the same building. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm just so flabbergasted. Do I need I get, I need to get some uh, Doberman pinchers and keep them in That's the That's actually probably a pretty good idea. <laughs> you know, like have some guard dogs out Two there. Two big giant Doberman shepherds. Put up those signs that says beware of dog. Mm -hmm. Although I think people high on drugs, they don't read signs. 
They read the sound of a big, big A dog barking. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's my answer. It's get some guard dogs. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. What we are going to continue to do, Daniel, is that we still have John party tickets coming up at 740. Allegedly. Allegedly. It's, uh, it's Tig and Daniel. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. It's Hardy on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country, 740. We do still have those John party tickets. Say hey, good morning, Daniel. Good morning, Tig. Anytime I'm out and about, I'll uh, people will I'll meet them. I'll say, hey, you know, I'm Daniel. And then uh, eventually it comes up, what do you do for a living? Where do you work? And I'll say, I work uh, for a radio station, 98.5. Used to be called KVOO now. It's 98.5 The Bull. And they always go, oh, I don't listen to the radio. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, no need to tell me that. Just. <laughs> Don't say anything. It's kind of a rude thing to say. Like, if I found out you managed a restaurant, I go, which one is it? I would never say to you, oh, I hate that place. Well, I would never say, oh, I don't eat at restaurants. It's kind of hurtful. So imagine if that's what we get in radio. Or, oh, I remember one time, buddy, my blood was boiling, and you saw me. We were out somewhere at, a, like, a festival or something, and I look up, and I see a lady walking across the field toward us. And she's uh, she's walking slow. Takes her about five minutes to get there. This is a giant field, by the way, enormous. But you can tell she's coming to talk to you. Coming to talk to me. She gets right up there to me, and she goes, I don't listen to y'all on the radio. You're too silly. And I said, ma'am, you walked all the way across that field to come tell me you don't like to listen to us, that we're too silly? <laughs> Who does that? I loved it. But I was, I, yeah, I was you were delighted. I, when this lady said that, I loved every second of it. Whenever I get mad now, I turn red and I can't help it. And Tig uh, is delighted to see me in any type of distress or discomfort. Yes. And I was very in, in a lot of distress with this lady who clearly came over just to do that. So we wanted to know from you this morning, what rude or annoying things do pay, people say to you when they find out what you do for a living? Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm sure there's... Like uh, we have a friend that's a police officer and you said annoying things, right? Yeah, rude or annoying. I think everywhere a police officer goes, they get that, he did it, you know, or I didn't do it. Yeah, they you put know. their hands up, oh, don't take me to jail. <laughs> and it's like, you've got to be sick Everywhere of they go, yeah. You know who I bet also gets all kind of comments that they're, like, sick of getting? I bet it's the people that um, deliver Coke or Pepsi, like the Coke man. They're like, hey, Coke man. Didn't Jason Aldean used to deliver Pepsi? Yeah. And he said the, people... Constantly like, hey, how about a free Pepsi? <laughs> Pepsi, man. I, one time, for a radio station event, had to carry a big old column of pizzas to the tailgate we were at. So I had to walk through thousands of people carrying about eight pizzas. Hey, pizza, man. <laughs> hey, give me one of those pizzas. On and on and on and on. So we want to know from you, what rude or annoying comments do people say to you when they find out what you do for a living? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Uh, you worked at a grocery store, Tig. Did anybody ever... What do you reckon they get? I was just stunned that people thought that people who worked at the grocery store made the food. Uh -huh. Like the fish sticks. Do you think that's that's Gorton's? And they would complain to us about Gorton's. I'm like, you got to call Gorton's, dog. We just put it on the shelf. What do you want me to do? 918-879-9898. I used to work the uh, drive-thru at Dairy Queen. Like, this is Dairy Queen. You know, this is an ice cream place. And people would pull up to that window and go, do y'all have milkshakes? And I'm like, no, this is a dairy bar. <laughs> That's all we do here. 918-879-9898. Uh, Daniel's question. What rude or annoying comments do people say to you when they find out what you do for a living? All right, you want to try this? Yeah. All right. Hey, good morning. This is Ty Gandano. Who is this? 
My name is Levi. What do you do, Levi? I'm a Marine. You're a Marine. Let me see what 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 would they say to Marines that would be rude or annoying, Tig? If you had to predict, I I'm a I got a loss on this one. I'm not sure. What do they say that's uh, annoying or rude, Levi? So I typically a lot get crown eater. Crown eater? Yes, sir. Crown eater. That makes zero sense to me. So it's a. Uh, like a pun on the intelligence of Marines, but like all the other branches I've ever worked with was uh, Marines are some of the most intelligent of any of the branches. And they say crown or crayon? Because I think you've called before and told us this. Crayola. Crayola. Oh, crayon eater. Oh, because they're, they're insinuating that Marines aren't smart, but I thought they were like some of the best. Yes, sir. Huh. All right. Well, thanks for the call. Have a good day. You too. Crayon eater. Crayola eater. Uh, I thought he was saying crown eater. Hey, good morning. It's Ty Godino. Who's this? This is Gina. Gina, Gina, what do you do? Well, I used to be a phlebotomist. A phlebotomist. And what rude or annoying things do people say to you when they uh, find out you're a phlebotomist? And, and just for those that don't know, a phlebotomist is the one that takes your blood if you go get a, a blood test or something? Or lab work yes. done? Yes. And people would call us vampires. Bloodsuckers. <laughs> yeah, and I bet you get that every day, and it's like, we've heard this joke already. Write some new material. Yes, and people would say things like, um, we're not going to hurt each other, are we? <laughs> How often does somebody refer to you as a vampire throughout your average day? Oh, four, five, six times a day, maybe more. You're kidding. And then you got to pretend like you liked it. Like, <laughs> That's yeah, hilarious. like it's funny. <laughs> right. uh, do they? Do men say anything awkward when you ask them right hand or left hand? Do they try to make some gross joke about that? Uh, there were times, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you want to use the um, hand, uh, the the arm that's not as used used as much. Excuse me. I think, like your throwing yeah, arm, you don't want to get it. A... Say you don't want to use this one. This one, this one's my my good arm, and you know they're like oh my God. emphasis on good arm and stuff. Yeah, it was pretty gross. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you better get to work for that sunrise. We don't want you to burn. <laughs> Thanks. Well, vampire joke there after she's just a minute. Yeah. See ya. 918 What rude or annoying things do people say to you when they find out what you do for a living? 918-879-9898. Carly Pierce and Ashley McBride in this morning on what's turning out to be a gorgeous sort of Wednesday morning. Uh, we have tickets at 740 for John Party. Daniel, your question this morning, I'm loving this topic because I'm, I'm always curious about other people and their jobs. Like, I, might, I there's something about me. I'll, I'll look up, like, what does that mean to do that profession? But your question this morning is... Well, I wanted to know what you do for a living and what rude comments do people say or rude or annoying comments. Did we do this recently? You said your wife texted you and said... Um, she thought it was a rerun. Maybe we did something similar. Did we? I don't know. Oh boy, but I'll tell good. you, like working in radio, everybody thinks we're Ticketmaster. You know what I'm saying? You ever get that? I really don't get hit up all that often. Well, no, in Nashville, in Nashville, I did a lot of times. Yeah, and then people would always, you know, be like, "Hey, you got any extra Garth Brooks tickets?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we just threw away like 60 of them." <laughs> like, no, I don't. But I do have a a way you can get some Garth Brooks tickets. I've got a promo code for you. You can go to Ticketmaster.com, and the promo code is your credit card number. Wow. Well, people would call up and be bracing. like, well, people would call up and be like, oh, my God. My sister's sick, and her number one wish ever is to go see Cole Swindell. 
And I'm like, well, then it, it would make her dreams come true. Take out that credit card and get her some Cole Swindell tickets. Yeah. But we want to know from you this morning, what do you do for a living and what rude or annoying things do people say when they find out what you do for a living? 918-879-9898. Hey, who's this? Hey, this is a mail carrier. Ah, mail carrier. Oh, yeah. What do you get? Let me tell you. We get number one every day, all the time, many times a day. Is it hot enough for you? Is it cold enough for you? Could you keep the bills? <laughs> I mean. Oh, that's a good one. I never thought to say, could you keep the bills? Keep that's the funny. Bill. Yeah. But that's, uh, they get sick of that, I guess. I mean, you know, they're being fun. They're being sweet. I understand. But you hear it many times a day. Every day. You're, you're, uh, Daniel's going to hate this, but I've got about a million questions for you. Where do you deliver mail, by the way? In Tulsa. And, and in Tulsa, the, the mailboxes aren't by the road, so you can't just pull up. You've actually got to get out of your truck and walk the streets. Do you like that, or would you rather just uh, drive? Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's probably good because if I just did the ones where you drive, I would gain a lot more weight. Oh, I see. So you're getting exercise and getting a paycheck. Exactly. But what about when yes, it's snowing yes. like it did, you know, these oh past couple God. weeks? It was ridiculous, and I hate it, and I'm so happy to see this nicer weather. Yeah. Do y'all get to take the day off when it's snowing like that? Is the mail not delivered? I remember y'all used to have that big creed. I guess we had to learn in elementary school, neither rain nor sleet nor snow nor, nor no. hell. Yeah, yeah. No, no, we still deliver. We, we still have to try to deliver. Even though some people do not clean off their porches and... We have to go through drifts and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Whoa, we still whoa, have to whoa, whoa. What does this try? You, like, have to, don't you? Because, no, if you cannot get up to a house because it's so slick or it's so dangerous, then, no, you would you could bypass that. But otherwise, yeah. you do have to attempt. Uh, if I was a letter carrier, I would be like, every house today was slick. <laughs> then I'd go home. Uh, I want you to... <laughs> Answer an honest question. Have you ever thrown a bit of mail away because you, you just didn't feel like delivering it that day? Don't. <laughs> please just be completely honest. Um, no, no. I would never do that. No. All right. So she's trying. One more question, and then we'll let you go. For some reason, my uh, parents, Ty, growing up at my house, received, uh, I guess it was like a Bible catalog. It was called Adam and Eve. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. That's not okay. Yeah. Do you oh, judge that? Yeah. Do you judge people when they get like a dirty magazine or something? No. That, that's 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 their business. I just I get paid to deliver it. I don't care. All right. As long as I give it to the right person, I'm happy. You know she'd be thumbing through that Adam and Eve before she drops it off. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever open the mail and read it first? No. But let me tell you, we've had some interesting stuff come through the mail. Oh, I bet. <laughs> well, I appreciate the call. Thank you very much. Okay, bye. See, if I was delivering mail, I would be judging. I'm like, that guy likes these kind of magazines. It'd never leave me. Probably after your 10 billionth magazine being delivered, you'd be like, who cares? I don't care. Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? This is Hannah. Hannah, what do you do for a living? I'm a paramedic. Paramedic. Now, you seem like nobody would, would say anything rude or annoying to you guys because you're paramedics, you're first responders. What do they say, though, Hannah? Um, when you ask anybody in the medical profession, what's the worst call you've ever had? Oh, you get tired of recounting the story of like the yes. worst thing you've ever seen? Yes. See, and that would be the first question I would ask. Well, are you serious? Like, that's well, a like, depressing thing to say to somebody. I know, but I'm curious about her life and her profession. 
Absolutely. Yeah, but you're tired but of telling the story. Positive, not always a negative. All right. Well, tell us a positive. I mean, What's a great thing that happened to you out there? Uh, the great thing is whenever uh, people are so appreciative or you truly help somebody who's having a bad day. Yeah, these EMTs, you're an EMT, you said? I'm a paramedic. Paramedic. What's the difference? Yeah. Could you tell me the difference? So an EMT is a basic uh, licensure where the paramedic can give uh, more medications and narcotics for pain and that kind of thing. I see. So you're like a echelon above a little bit? Uh, two levels above. There's a basic, there's an advanced, and then there is paramedic. You guys are like miracle workers because, I mean, I was sitting with my dad one time, and he was having some kind of episode. We were all scared. You guys come over, and within three minutes, he felt great. Well, that's what we try to do. Yeah. Do you, uh, Hannah, do you have to wear scrubs? No, we actually wear uh, medic pants and then um, a uniform shirt. Hey, I'm glad we got her on the line because we had a question. Remember this question we had a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago, Daniel? That in the movies, paramedics always run to the scene. But in yeah. real life, you kind of walk. Is that so you don't create chaos? It's so that you don't get hurt. Your number one priority is to make sure that you're safe. If I'm running to a scene and trip and break my leg, then there's nobody there to help. I see. You have to wait on somebody else. Hmm. I used to date a lady that was a nurse, and uh, that's why I was asking about the scrubs. Because back in the day, I remember everybody wore scrubs tied with, like, like cats on them or balloons, like big oversized scrub shirt with all that. And now scrubs, I think, look a lot better, like Grey's Anatomy scrubs. You know, mm. the scrub game has changed, has it not, Hannah? <laughs> Yes, they are actually, a lot of them are tailored now. What? Ooh, yeah. I bet, yep. bet they'll they be looking good. Male and female, it's more tailored to the body so that it's more comfortable and you can move around a Does lot Does a better. guy look hot in scrubs? Is that a good look? Oh, some of them, yes. yeah. Ty, you know what we should start doing? Just for comfort, we wear scrubs to the show. <laughs> Just for comfort. <laughs> Nobody's going to see us. Right. And then when we get off and go to lunch, people are going to think, think we're, we're doctors. Yeah, or, they're going to kiss And then butts. they give us free lunch. Uh-huh. Is that a good idea, there Hannah? There you go. Hey, sometimes. If you saw two handsome doctors leaving the radio station and go to lunch, are you going to follow them there and pay for their lunch? Well, I might follow them and see if they'll pay for my lunch. Hey, now. <laughs> Look at her getting it done. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do, Ty. We need to come up with some Tiger Daniel scrubs. The good idea. Just Hannah, for thanks, comfort. Thanks for the call, Hannah. Absolutely. Thank you. 918-879-9898. Real quick. We want to know what rude or annoying things people say to you when they find out what you do for a living. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. We're talking about uh, annoying things that people say to you when they find out what you do for a living. And Daniel, for you, you're a radio guy. And for you, what is uh, the thing you get a lot? A lot of people love to go, oh, I don't listen to that, or I don't listen to the radio. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, thanks. And I like to say to them, oh, what are you doing? They're like, I work at a grocery store. And I go, oh, I don't buy groceries. <laughs> Get back at them a little bit, huh? Eh, it doesn't really bother me that much. I get it. There's tons of things to listen to, and and do it. if we're doing our jobs, you will choose to listen to us. Right. That means you're just not doing your job. It's your fault. Nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Um, this is Susie Q. Susie Q. What do you do? I'm a dental assistant. Oh, okay, dental assistant. So the question for from Daniel is, what uh, rude or annoying things people say when they find out you're a dental assistant? Um, well, something that's a bit annoying is that anytime I say, hey, I work in the dental field, people open up their mouth and they're like, take a look at this. <laughs> Who in the world would do that? It's kind of gross and annoying, so. Oh, I would never do that. That's when, awful. 
Okay, so I imagine that other people go through this, like a dermatologist, and they go, oh, can you look at the spot real quick, and you're at a dinner party. But um, as a dental assistant, you know the patients are lying to you, right, when they say they floss and all that. Oh, yeah, definitely. And you can look in their mouth, and you can tell we're lying, right? You know? Absolutely. (laughs) So we ought to just be truthful, right? Absolutely. Always be truthful because we're going to know either way. Uh, another question. Since you're a dental assistant, do you go around judging our teeth by accident? Like, that's your profession. Um, oh, like, man. Like, I listen to radio you know, stations and I can't help but listen as a person who's on the radio. Can you go out and not look at somebody's teeth and just, or do you look at everybody? You know, the first thing I notice when I look at a person is their teeth. And it's not a good thing. Because it drives you crazy so, yeah. that you can't focus it, on something else or you just think, oh, they need that fixed. Yeah, or, oh. I want to overlook that, you know, and instead of being drawn back into the mouth. All right. <laughs> this so is not drawn to, into I the mouth. I overlook it, but I can't help but to look directly at the teeth first. <laughs> well, you must have loved the mask then because you couldn't even look at a ma- uh, mouth at that point. One more question oh, about uh, uh, dentistry for Tig. How long should he soak his dentures each night? Um, I guess overnight. Overnight, Tig. You've always <laughs> overnight. Yeah. So. You know, I usually do them half a night, so I've been doing it wrong the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you and, made a, you made a good point, Tig. Uh, did are dentures still around? I don't really know that many people with dentures ever. I just remember my grandparents having them, but uh, other than that. I don't see the Polygrip commercials anymore. I don't see them as Are much. Those things of the past. Boy, my both my all my grandparents had them, and uh, they would soak them in that effort overnight. And where did they choose to put the bowl of effort? Oh, on the back of the toilet. That's right. And I was like, Hey, uh, you, you guys know what you're doing in the toilet here, don't you? Why don't you move those away from that toilet? Put it on the nightstand, a little the, more sanitary. The toilet there. is not a shelf for dentures. <laughs> That's right. Good point. I got another good point to make. If you hang out for about seven minutes, we've got John Party tickets on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Kane Brown, always good to hear from him. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country, and now John Party tickets up for grabs. Our color non-contestant today is... His name. I think it's Mark. Mark. Yeah, yeah, I almost forgot there for a second. Mark, where are you calling from this morning? Uh, Tulsa. Tulsa, what do you do for a living? Um, <laughs> um, just work in a warehouse right now, so. Well, why are you being so weird about it? What's going on? Um, I, I don't know. I didn't know how to put it. You work in a warehouse? A warehouse worker, yeah. What, is that a, that adult warehouse in downtown right next to Blue Dome District? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> All right, Daniel, let's Is play. it really a, hold on, is it really a warehouse? I mean, is there just a few things in there? Is it actual, like, warehouse of things in the adult super just warehouse? warehouse of things. Just, uh, just loading, loading docking stuff. All right. A lot of things going through there. All right, Mark, we've got uh, some famous Johns for you. I'm going to describe a very famous John based on that description. You uh, just give me the answer. I'll, again, all these people, first name John. Uh, he played Dan Connor on Roseanne. What's that, John Goodman? John Goodman is correct. Up next, large flamboyant signature is located on the Declaration of Independence. In fact, when they say, when they want you to sign something, they say, let me get your... John Hancock. Your John Hancock. Absolutely right. Oh, this is a tough one. He plays Jim on the U.S. version of The Office. 
On The Office? Yeah, he's the guy on The Office. He plays uh, Jim. Also, he went on to do movies like uh, the movie was where they had to be quiet. A Silent Place or something mm-hmm. like that? Damn. Um, Chapman. John Chapman. No, not even close. John Krasinski. <laughs> you get John Chapman from? That's not even a person. <laughs> All right, Mark. Uh, this is a member of the Beatles who is married to Yoko Uno. <laughs> Uno. John Lennon. John Lennon, yes. And finally, Mark, this is a famous football announcer, had many video games made. Uh, John after, Madden. Also popularized the turducken. What is that? You know what John, a turducken is? John Madden. I don't know what a turducken is. Explain, uh, Mark, please explain to Tig what a turducken is. It's uh, a... It's a turkey, duck, and what's the other meat? (laughs) Uh, Mark's not doing a very good job of explaining. He knows his famous John's. Turducken tag is when you take a turkey, and inside that turkey, you stuff a duck, and inside the duck, you stuff a chicken. And he popularized that? Yeah, it was Was very, yeah. He was a chef? Not really a chef, but it, it was just a big thing that people talked about. A lot uh, of people had it for Thanksgivings. I see. Uh, but in any case, Mark, you're going to go see John Party at the River Spirit Casino. Oh, yes. And, buddy, everybody's going to want these tickets. So you're going you're gonna to have a great oh, time out there. I was surprised I made it. <laughs> you're also qualified for the Party Cove Pass. That's the one-night hotel stay and dinner at River Spirit Casino. So that would be a heck of a weekend. Wouldn't you go see a show? And then you spend the night there at the casino? Yes, that'd be awesome. That would be. Well, all right, buddy. Well, uh, thanks for playing with us today. And guess what? Tell all your friends that we'll have more John Party tickets tomorrow. I know I know. Mark's got all the questions right, but I do have another question for you, Mark. What's up? You like bugs? You like bugs in your house? Yeah. You like bugs in your house? Well, then don't call Emco because mm-hmm. they get rid of bugs, okay? It sounds like he's. Oh, good. Uh, are you having your breakfast there, Mark? He's <laughs> like, so I, was, I was taking a drink. Okay, <laughs> I was like, about to say the guy's just, on yeah, the radio, but he's eating breakfast eating like he could care less. Grand Slam breakfast. <laughs> yeah. You know what? We'll eat your house, or in Mark's case, since he works at the adult super warehouse, termites. You don't yeah. want those getting into the adult <laughs> warehouse, and uh, termites would eat up the wood and all the personal massagers. Yeah, yes, it would. <laughs> we need to get uh, Emco over there too. You know, my sister bought a house, their dream home. And guess what happened? It was eaten by termites. They, the inspector didn't even catch it, and they find out. And we could put, like, you could touch the two-by-four and just take chunks off of it. It was so eaten. Wow. They had to go into the retirement fund. They're, that's what they <laughs> saved for, the retirement. They had to spend it on the house to get it. You do not want a termite eating your house. It's probably the biggest investment most of us will make in our entire lives is our home, and you want to protect that investment. Just like you buy insurance for your car. You get termite protection for your house, and Emco Termite and Pest Control can swing it for you easily. They came to my house. I hadn't seen a living creature over there other than my family and my dog since they came over. <laughs> you get started like I did. Emco P- Are you going to go to Emco PC now, Mark? PC.com? I'm going to try. Emco PC.com. Yeah. Get off Tinder for a second. Go to Emco PC.com, He's got to have them over at the adult warehouse so they can spray all the crates of Pent Horse Magazine. <laughs> Okay, great. All right, mcopc.com. That's mcopc.com. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center.
98.5 The Bull with Miranda. Usually uh, on Wednesdays we do something called Off the Wall. We go to a company's Facebook page and we read what people are actually writing on the company's Facebook page. And sometimes it's mind-blowing the time people take out of their day to go to like M&Ms on Facebook and complain. But today, like with a little twist, in Today, well, things are a little different today, Ty. It's an update on a story I did yesterday, yesterday about the Facebook page I follow. It's called Tulsa Restaurant Reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this page, Tig. It's I love going to all the restaurants that we have in town, and so I follow this page again on Facebook, Tulsa Restaurant Reviews. In this particular situation, on the Tulsa Restaurant Reviews Facebook page, two people got into an argument, and I was delighted. So this is from the actual Facebook page for Tulsa Restaurant Reviews. A guy named Murray did a review about his burger at Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm-hmm. And this other guy named Bernardo didn't like that Murray did a review about Buffalo Wild Wings. He think it should be, like, more local, not chain restaurants? He thinks it needs to be, like, Bull in the Alley reviews I or see. things like that. I kind of like, I like to see any review of any restaurant. That's what it's for. But Bernardo, very rude about it. Bernardo says, under Murray's post about the burger he had at Buffalo Wild Wings, which he said he loved, by the way, uh, Bernardo says, this site sucks. So tired of seeing people talk about the BS they had at Buffalo Wild Wings or on the border. Nobody gives a S <laughs> what you had at effing B-dubs or how many onion rings you got at the Sonic and Claremore. That is uh, very That's abrasive. Venomous. Bernardo in a very bad mood, very venomous. I got to say, though, Murray, the original creator of the post, stand-up guy, responded, like, I think in the most perfect way, uh, Murray says, Bernardo! Thanks for the feedback. Rick says, Bernardo, wow. Sean says, Bernardo, no one asked you for your opinion either. But here you are talking about your butt as if we should care what you think. You're free to leave this group or anytime simply ignore posts about topics you don't like. Joyce says, Bernardo, wow. Someone needs a nap. Did someone force <laughs> you to read the reviews? A nap. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Kim says, Bernardo, go back to bed, dude. And then Murray, believe it or not, stands up for Bernardo in a so twist So the guy that started the post and got attacked by Bernardo, now he's coming back and standing up for the guy who attacked him. Yeah. Murray says about Bernardo, hey, to everyone who doesn't like what Bernardo said, he has every right to say it, and I'd rather him voice his opinion than to have to hold back due to backlash. For now, we still have freedom of speech, and whether I like what's said or not, we all have the right to talk. Yeah, look at that good citizen of Tulsa. Yeah, and then Juan says to Murray, the original poster, I agree with you. Even though he took a, a S all over that guy, but he had every right to post about his burger at Buffalo Wild Wings. It's freedom of speech, and everybody gave him a tongue spanking. <laughs> a tongue spanking? Are you allowed to say? Uh... I don't think so. Now, here's the odd thing about this. Mm-hmm. We were mentioned, because I talked about this on the radio yesterday. Now we're involved? We were almost involved. I'm trying to scroll down here because somebody had posted that they heard us talking about it. All right, here it is. Lauren says, this feed made the radio station this morning, LOL. Bernardo, breathe, buddy. Murray says, uh, again, original poster says, Lauren, which station? Lauren says, not sure. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. I was at physical therapy this morning and laughed because I knew Bernardo isn't a common name, got on it, and was right there. Murray then wants to know, Lauren, were they making fun of me too? 
Lauren says, no, Murray, I didn't hear that. They said they felt like Bernardo should get off the page if he didn't like it. And that you were a stand-up guy saying what you did. And then Murray says, that's pretty cool. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, so we were us. we were almost mentioned. Yeah, they didn't get Tiger Daniel or 98.5 The Bull in there, but somebody heard us. And I, physical you know, therapy. I've never felt more famous in my life that we made Pretty the good. Tulsa Restaurant Review Facebook page. Do they have us on in physical therapy offices? Those poor people. Like, you know, they're trying to relearn things and they got to like, hear us and our nonsense. Well, obviously yeah. it stuck with them because then they immediately went to the Tulsa Restaurant Review to uh, see see what people said. You got to go to this site. It's really got some great restaurant recommendations. Mm-hmm. And also 